Broadcasting from New York, New York. It's Grant's Rants, Hollywood Talk. The Thanksgiving panel returns. We goof on Oprah's favorite things. Brittany calls out Christina. We react to the latest Roni news and Ultimate Girls trip. Don't miss our annual roundtable of what we are and are not thankful for. From SJP, White Lotus, Saucy Santana, oh, and even Kim and Pete. That and more with Fern Ronay and Justin Teehee. Let the ranting begin. I am glad to be back with a Thanksgiving panel. I feel like I haven't done this in a while, even though I think I did this last year, but regardless, here we are. We're doing it virtually, which means I can pick anyone I want to be on this panel, which uh, made it quite easy. Here is Fern Rone, author and podcast host. Welcome back to the podcast. Hi, so excited. Fern, I say it every time. I think you're the most guested guest. <laughs> honored Uh, but it's been a while because like i've been quite inconsistent so you know welcome back thank you and from many years ago it seems justin t heath the reality tv producer is back on the pod welcome back thank you i'm excited to be here it's been a long time and a crazy journey uh to and from hollywood but yeah the thing yeah we're both east coast based now right is that the latest that's correct. You know, I'm from New Jersey proudly um, still. And uh, I'm kind of, I'm happy to be here embracing the whole kind of Sopranos vibe and, uh, you know, just living out my Hollywood fantasy from New Jersey. And it's kind of yeah. amazing. Well, nice. listeners should know, like Fern and Justin know one another. We don't know each other through each <laughs> other, but the world keeps us connected. <laughs> my so. college boyfriend is... <laughs> Justin's cousin and we and I knew Justin when he was so little <laughs> and I thought Fern was just the most beautiful thing hair, <laughs> and I was obsessed wow yeah. what a small world so it makes for Such an interesting world it makes for an interesting group of people <laughs> right so let's get started with this 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 is such a formatted show, but we always start with like a story at the top and then we get into our Oprah's favorite things and other nonsense. So let's get into it. Talking a little bit. We are now in this hashtag freed Britney era uh, and Britney is reclaiming her body and her voice. And some people have a lot to say about it. And uh, a lot other people haven't said enough in the past. <laughs> so uh, I want to get your take Um, last episode, I really blasted Lady Gaga on this podcast for not supporting Britney. And now she's got a lot to say all of a sudden, whether it's a movie being premiered. Um, I find Gaga to be fake as hell. So I still don't have any real interest in her, but, um, I don't know. What do you, what do you guys make of, of this, uh, this free Britney era, this freed Britney era? Well, I have to say just off the bat, Grant, I have always admired, uh, your willingness to just state your opinion and <laughs> cause a little controversy and yes. get people talking. <laughs> um, I disagree on the Lady Gaga front. Um, you know, I do think that she, since she uh, first emerged as a young pop star, always had admiration for Britney publicly. I do think like most other celebrities and artists and anyone kind of in the field, yeah, she's doing it on her own promotional tour. And when there's more eyeballs on her and she wants to be in the press anyway. So she's a bit opportunistic, sure, but that's the business. Um, But I think that there is genuine uh, empathy there for Britney. And I think 
um, you know, most interesting about uh, kind of where she's headed with Christina and where all the talk is around that. Um, I think that it's interesting that Lady Gaga has chosen to make a statement about men in the industry and kind of men being in control in a lot of these situations. So that's that's kind of where I'm where I'm at with the two of them right now. Yeah. Fern, what do you think? No, I think it's interesting that she so Brittany was annoyed that Christina didn't say something and yeah, well, right? yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll explain real quick. There, Brittany rarely makes Insta stories, but there was one story where they showed a video clip of Christina, at the, I believe at the Latin Grammys. She looked her publicist when asked about free Brittany. She didn't want to answer. She did say a nice thing about Brittany, but quickly moved on. Um, a lot of people blame the publicist for this, and which I think is is rightfully so. I mean, I think basically there's probably a rule, right? Like we're not going to talk about Brittany. Don't ask her about it. And then right. she looks to her publicist and, you know, Brittany made a thing. And I'll just, I just do want to read this um, if I can find it, which um, I would like to read this statement just so we can kind of like all weigh in and then we'll get to your thought. But Brittany said in response to this video, she said, I love and adore everyone who supported me, but refusing to speak when you know the truth is equivalent to a lie. 13 years being in a corrupt, abusive system. Yet why is it such a hard topic for people to talk about? I am the one who went through it. All the supporters who spoke up and supported me, thank you. Yes, I do matter. Okay, go ahead. Right. <laughs> but Well, part of me feels like Christina doesn't owe her any, like she supported her in June. She wrote like a nice something, you know, she was supportive yes. of her. She said in response to this, like the, the small comment she made was like, I'm just happy for her, which is the whole point. You know, like we just want her to be happy and she's happy for her. But to your point, Justin, I think Brittany feels like everyone has observed young women get abused in this industry for years and no one said anything. And now's the time to say something. And Christina had the opportunity and she didn't. So I and, feel, yeah, I yeah, feel like Brittany feels moment, like just be like, now's the time, be like, say something. Right. Right. And in that moment, it was just so ironic because Christina's literally looking over her shoulder at a man for permission <laughs> to say something. Right. If that doesn't it's exemplify, like, right. <laughs> Exactly. But on the yeah. other hand, I do feel like Brittany is in a place where, you know, where, where someone's done you wrong and then you want everyone, like, you're kind of like in that mode where it's like black and white thinking, like you're either with yeah. me or you're against me. Mm -hmm. And she is in that mode right now. She's just, you know, she's like a wounded animal. She's just getting out of this and she's in that place. And I feel like that that's like, was just such a natural reaction. Like, you're my friend. You're supposed to be on my side. Like say some, say something and in, in support. Yeah. Of me. I yeah. made it uh, to me, like Christina lost a lot of points in that video, but she's still ahead of Gaga in my point of view. Of course, Brittany feels differently. And she seems to have, it was a back and forth of stories with her and, and lady Gaga. I don't care about Gaga showing up at the last <laughs> minute at all. Um, I am so disenchanted by Stephanie. I can't even tell you. So all so of that brands come on so uh but i mean yeah I, I think it was a little unfair on the christina part because but again uh, christina did say something you, like you said for it in june um but yeah britney needs to catch up and now christina apparently allegedly wants to have like a private conversation with britney all right i mean sure i guess 
But um, I don't know. That's kind of my thought on this. You know, as long as Britney's happy with people and or she's knows what we know where she stands, whatever. But I, I feel different. <laughs> people also forgot because Britney has been under this conservatorship for so long. Like Britney always was very outspoken. You know, she was a sweet mm. girl, but she also was like, do not piss her off. And some of those final days before the conservatorship went into place. Mm. Um, she was just being like really outspoken. She was cursing off the paparazzi and it was, it was big. It's Britney bitch energy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see like who this person is coming mm-hmm. out of this. Like who, who is she recognizable? Is it a new, she had a whole new person? Are we going back to where we were before? I have to say seeing the, um, all the stories, uh, pertaining to Christina versus Brittany come back, maybe feel young again. And I actually really do love this story for that reason. (laughs) Even though it's the problem, right? It's two women being pitted against each other and all this, you know, slamming Christina. I mean, none of this really happened, but it's all in the headline. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's uh, move on to uh, Oprah's favorite things. I I don't know why I continue (laughs) to resurrect this tired old list. But you know, it's relevant as ever. <laughs> Is oh, it she's though? Still kicking. Oprah's still kicking. Yes. And still cashing in with this list with <laughs> Amazon and company. I mean, this is 110 items, whether we want them or not. And uh, <laughs> here they are. First of all, initial thoughts on this list. My first thought too much food. I don't need all this food. I don't gift food. I'm not buying food for people. So half of it was useless. Oh, I totally disagree. I think people love food. It's something that, you know, like people will actually use. I love a good popcorn tin for the holidays. Oh, useless. Do you, (laughs) do you gift food though? Really? Uh, It depends, you know, like a little, a little, uh, cookie, like a panettone. Um, you know, something, uh, sweet. I, I saw a lot of, you know, um, advent calendars that have, Mm. chocolates inside and stuff like that so i don't know i think people appreciate that and they'll eat it and the holidays is centered around food in a lot of ways so that makes sense to me for you 100 i saw i saw all the food and i was like i love a food gift because it's gonna it's useful like i can't stand gadgets i'm not gonna use i can't stand things i'm not gonna use i can't stand like well when we get to it i have this like whole thought about things and clutter and okay. I'm just like so sick of it yeah so the food I'll take it any day over things I don't well, need. see I I find this as a thing number uh what the hell number is it 107 on this list spice up your life countertop rack she says I love a good kitchen accessory you delight in seeing displayed on your counter this is a streamlined spice rack yes it's there's like how many jars are here Jesus Christ there's like 14 jars <laughs> in an amber glass it's just spices this to me is a total dust collector i would be who would want this and i don't i don't consider this as a gift i don't consider this a gift this is a problem i was like i love the spice rack i think it's do yes i'm all about clean lines lately like i hate like things that take up too much space i loved it for 249 (laughs) dollars it's available everbill.com I drew the line at the price I was like this seems overpriced and certain things certain gifts can feel like almost like an invasive gift giver like it might be you're saying something about the person so it's like if I'm gifting you the organizer thing am I saying you're disorganized Mm. am I saying that you know 
I hate the way you're displaying your spices. I don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know. To me, like, I am not, like, I am not a cook. That's the difference. For you're, you like to cook. I am not <laughs> I a cook. Cooking. So, like, to, this would be a total dust collector for me. This is, <laughs> in a studio apartment, a major issue because I don't know what to do with it. But I do like, I like amber glass, but I don't need mm. all these little jars hanging around. No. Right. All right. That was my first, uh, I guess, anti-choice. <laughs> all right, Justin, what, what do you, what do you, what poked out to you first? Um, so again, bringing it back around to food. Now I, I, there are a few things I like on this list, um, and things I don't. So I'll just kind of run through a few of them quickly. Um, obsessed with Flamingo Estate. Um, there are a series of candles that are part of this list. They are scented like herb garden vegetables, um, among other things. Uh, Flamingo Estate is this amazing property in Los Angeles, in the hills, and they sell all sorts of lifestyle goodies, soaps, um, shampoos, lotions, um, but everything kind of based out of this beautiful garden. And the property is just like Mm. this gorgeous, picturesque place, um, roses and like almost not quite Chateau Marmont, a little bit of like an Italian villa if you dropped it in the Los Angeles mountains. So it's really, really cool. Oh. Um, I would, I would accept a gift like that. that. List. Yeah. I would accept a gift like this. So most of the stuff I would not accept, but that I would accept. The good one. Um, I own some of their products, but I will also say um, the Philips Pasta Maker Plus, you know, like I, I've never actually made homemade pasta, but I've always kind of wanted to. Um, so that definitely jumped out to me. But it's one of those gifts where it's like, you know, in my fantasy, it works. But in reality, it might it might not go so <laughs> that, well. That looked expensive. What was the price on that? Oh, I think it was like almost four hundred dollars, maybe. But oh, what I've wow. also learned from Viral Sensation, the Pasta Queen. I don't know if you all follow this woman on TikTok and Instagram. She's got over a million followers. She was on the Drew Barrymore show this week. She's going to be on the American Music Awards oh, wow. um, tonight. I don't know oh. how this is happening, but she uh, is this Italian uh, chef slash influencer called the Pasta Queen. And what I've learned from her is that authentic Italians actually cook mostly with dry pasta. So hmm. maybe it's not a good idea to go all in on this fancy Philips pasta maker, if that's not really the authentic way to do it. Mm. Um, And then as far as things that I don't like, um, the Amazon Echo Show um, listed on this list, again, that feels like an invasive sort of gift. It's like, if I want Alexa in my house, I want to be able to decide for myself. Mm -hmm. I don't want you gifting this tech gadget to me. That Mm -hmm. to me was like an Amazon Oprah partnership. Like she's not using that. (laughs) <laughs> that's yeah. that's they're, they're putting that on her here put this on the list because she does i'm sure she has some deal with amazon i i i am still all these years later not sold on these smart speakers we were told they were the next big medium and i'm still i'm not seeing the i'm not seeing it's one in every home i love my sonos i stand by the sonos but yeah i don't know i don't use alexa all that often and she does listen and respond when i don't even call her name so mm-hmm. Yeah, Siri does that with me. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.
So speaking of food, I loved that truffles. <laughs> there was like three things that were truffle like related, like truffle sauce, truffle oil. And I almost, I've seen that somewhere else. And I almost bought it for myself because I have visions of making truffle mac and cheese. So I was like, I wouldn't mind getting that. But the thing that I could not get over was the stuffed animal, like the, it was like a koala bear, a stuff, some other stuffed thing that you like microwave it and you like stuff yes. it in oil. <gasps> I, such a dust collector, such a like, that will never, like I have a heating pad and then I put it away <laughs> and I put it in my closet and it's not out. It's one of those things that would be out and annoying and what adult needs a stuffed animal? <laughs> Number 74 on the list, heaven sent. They're $40 each and you do. You, they're, uh, they have a removable pouch with either lavender uh, or eucalyptus that you can microwave for a few seconds and place the stuffed animal <laughs> I don't know, somewhere, I don't know where it goes, but for adults, you can buy like pouches and stones that do that. You don't need, yeah. I, I kind of liked this. I mean, I don't need a stuffed animal in my life. But I like the idea of it. Yeah. For a kid, it's something, I mean, I, I can't actually, I don't even know if a kid would even want anything like this. Like I, think, who, I know a lot of adults who would love this. Yeah. I just don't know like what kids would be like, what? Like Not you put me. it in the microwave? Like kids aren't going to want It smells this. like lavender, right? Yeah. I don't know. What else? What else you're looking at? That was, those were the things that caught my eye. Of course, there was something from SJP. You know, I love her. My sorry, Justin. Oh, the Parker. shoe bag. <laughs> yeah, the shoe bag. It looked so, I love the way it was organized. It oh, yeah. Good. Number 92 on the yeah. list. But it, seemed, it was like $300. Yes. That's a little bit overpriced. Yeah. In my mind, I'm like, oh, you could just buy a cute bag that you used for your shoes. That's not going to be $300 versus this plain. I know Samsonite, like who cares? (laughs) It really, honestly, for those listening, it looks like anything else. It almost looks like a bag that you would take maybe out to like the beach. You know, there's nothing that, but I guess our name, SJP by Sarah Jessica Parker by Samsonite is a big draw. Is that like the $300? There was like like organizational like pieces within it to organize like your heels, but I could be wrong. You know, that makes sense. It it, it is you know, she's continuing to just like run her, uh, the, the brand yeah. identity of sex in the mm, city is like yes. so much around shoes. So it makes sense. Yeah. It is an organized, organized fashion convertible duffel, but yeah, I just think it's like such like a ploy just because they slapped her name on it. It's like, this is like, <laughs> I feel like you could find this on an end cap at target very easily. Agreed. But yeah, what else do I have on this list? Um, there was number 93, get virtual. Now I was never into the, it's $300. It's one of those goggles that you've got put on the Oculus. Yeah. This was another thing like 10 years ago that was supposed to be like the next big entertainment medium. You're everyone's going to be watching movies with goggles on and it never really blew up, but the description she gave kind of piqued my interest because she talks about virtual reality. You could take fitness classes. No one's going to do that with this, by the way. But um, she says that she visited the Louvre in the comfort of her own home. And I'm kind of like, oh, you know what? I would love to escape the winter being back on the East Coast. So maybe there'd be something to this. Maybe I'm finally coming around to these virtual reality things. But it is $300. Mm, well, you can listen, go to the if beach. people keep dying at concerts, then yeah, maybe yeah. I'm going to do a virtual one instead. A concert virtual thing could actually be interesting. Well, that's, I think during the pandemic, you know, ironically, Travis Scott had huge virtual concerts on Fortnite, um, you know, uh, Mm. PS5, PS4 game. Um, And I believe that you could attend with your Oculus 
goggles um, and kind of exist in that world. And then um, you could play as Ariana, as you know. So I don't know. I think the virtual world, I agree with you, Grant, that it's uh, was kind of sold to us as the next big thing. And it's not really, but it is kind of like a secondary part of it's another part of the metaverse. Right. Yeah. And we're all trying to like mm-hmm. deal with I went to, um, before this is pre-COVID, like a, a group activity with the company and we went to a video game bar that had all virtual reality headsets. And I don't know, I still d- didn't get really anything out of it. I don't need to play games. You know, they, they got you jumping and leaping and all this stuff. I think it's such a waste of time. So <laughs> I, I'd rather like watch something like, sure. Like, let me look at Niagara Falls. Let me like, you know, go to a concert and, and look around and up and down. I, I, that I would do. But again, I'm not spending, there's no way I'm spending $300 on that. They're still very expensive. I thought they would come down by now. Now, not with uh, what is it? Inflation's going through the roof. Oh, yeah. Um, please. Well, speaking of expensive, this is for your big spenders. Number 55 on this list Row My, the live outdoor reality rower, or is it live? The live outdoor reality rower. That's probably what it is. And, um, <laughs> Uh, home workouts are, are still where it's at. Okay, Oprah. And um, this is, you know, low impact way to sweat. Uh, it has a 22 inch live touch screen, blah, blah, blah. Uh, when you're done, the rower uh, stores up upright. So that's good. And then she has to finish it off. Gail has gifted it to a few of her pals. So oh, I always, I always oh, live for yeah. a Gail reference. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, and I can never choose between the two. I want them. And ideally, they're both together. Well, Gail is, again, that CBS Mornings money is good because this is $2,295 plus a $38 monthly membership. So if you're giving this as a gift, I mean, you've really got a lot of money to spend. Yeah, well, that's I think one of those gifts too. That's like, why are you giving this to <laughs> yeah, don't, yeah, don't give it to, Please, yeah, don't give it to me. But that, yeah, like big gifts like that. It's like, I want to buy it for myself almost, you know? Right. Like, yeah. yeah. And then you're committing someone to this $38 a month subscription <laughs> right. fee. And they're like, well, Absolutely I don't not. Like what happens if I don't pay for it? Now it's a complete yeah. waste of time and I don't want to spend $40 a month to row. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, keep it simple space. and old school. Yeah. And then, I, I mean, I feel like I'm going to get attacked because you guys love food so much, but <laughs> I did want to call out that there was this, this, I'm not a mustard person, but uh, not so mellow, yellow, w- wilder mustard quartet. No. That's not how you sell it to me. Don't sell me a product to make me think of urine. Oh, <laughs> is that what it did? Well, that's what, yeah, the name, that's what I thought of. I thought of that like old nursery rhyme and I was just kind of turned off and you know, I've only gotten into mustard in my adulthood. So I don't, I just didn't like the name. Turn me off. Mm. I'll take it. I'll take all the mustards. (laughs) (laughs) I'll give you my gifts heard. Of of course, this one features another name drop. We are a hot sauce and mustard household, says Oprah. And Stedman has given these his stamp of approval. Okay, so... (laughs) Thirty-five dollars, number ninety-nine, <laughs> and over. Why? Why are we still hawking digital picture frames? I mean, this is it's <laughs> it's so tired and old. No, if you don't have one by now, you don't want one, and I don't. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Me neither. When we come back, we're going to be talking a little bit about housewives, of course, you know that, and then we're going to be getting into what we're thankful for, and more importantly, not thankful for. Now this. 